1: on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's the calendar of what's happening. December 20th, Coco Mellon is live with the comeback tour at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live, a Christmas vacation, a live Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 27th and 28th, the Great Lakes Hockey Invitational takes place inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. December 27th, Game 1 is Michigan Tech and Western Michigan. Game 2 on December 27th is Michigan State and Ferris State. And on December 28th, you'll get the consolation third place game and championship game at Van Andel Arena with the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 29th, Comedian Jeff Dunham is inside Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. The still-not-canceled tour. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. January 8th, Stephen Sherr, the Share the Love Music Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in GR. And on January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances at DeVos Performance Hall. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown G.R.,
0: 843 Now, let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another road show deep in the heart of Texas. We're in McKinney just north of Dallas at the Ferris State Football Team Hotel They're going through their final walk through over at McKinney Stadium and tomorrow at 1 o'clock Michigan time On ESPNU, also the game will be carried by our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. Colorado Mines, Ferris State, Tony Anise and the Dogs going for back-to-back D2 national championships. Should be a heck of a football game. and. It's amazing to see how many people from the state of Michigan, from Big Rapids, Ferris State alums all across the country have converged on this team hotel and other hotels in the near uh, vicinity. And it's going to be a big day uh, tomorrow, 1 o'clock. I'm looking forward to it. Inside this broadcast, we'll hear from Dog's head coach Tony Anise on the eve of his quest for back-to-back national championships. He seems pretty confident and comfortable. I saw him earlier before they went over uh, to the walkthrough. so Coach Anise will join us. Rob Bentley, the voice of Ferris State football, along with Sandy Golston. And like I said, they'll be calling the game on uh, 97... 3, Sunny FM in Big Rapids and 96 won the game in Grand Rapids. Our flagship station uh, will be carrying the show. We'll hear from Rob Bentley later this hour. Uh, DraftKings NFL Power Hour will take place with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. Make sure when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you always use that promo code HUGE. You can get in on the NFL action, the World Cup final, college basketball, the bowl season uh, is underway, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE uh, when you sign up. So, Merrill Hodge former Steelers running back, ESPN, NFL insider. Uh, He'll join us. We'll break down the Lions' win over the Vikings and also talk about uh, the Lions and the Jets on Sunday in Jersey, just across the river from NYC. I will say we recorded that interview earlier, and I'll tell everybody what he said at the end. This is Merrill Hodge, former NFL running back was incredible as a breakdown guy on uh, ESPN NFL Insiders. This is a quote, and I'm not lying, that Merrill Haas said it wouldn't surprise him if the Lions and the Eagles are in the NFC championship game. We're talking in, in January. That, that's what Marowaj <laughs> said. Now, the Lions got some help last night with the Niners who are playing great football, knocking off Seattle. Seattle 7-7. Seven and seven. Lions are 6-7 and seven going into that Jets game on Sunday. If they can win that, they'll be tied with Seattle, but Seattle has a tiebreaker because of that 48-45 win in Detroit earlier this year, which the Lions should have won, but could have, would have, should have, right? Then you get... The commanders of Washington and the Giants both 7-5-1 and playing each other. So one of those teams will drop to 7-6-1. and one. And the Lions have the tiebreaker over both of those teams because they've beaten the Giants on the road and beat Washington for their first win of the year back in September. So one of those teams will drop to 7-6-1. and one. So if the Lions can beat Zach Wilson... Uh, Mike White, their quarterback, has a rib injury. Doctors won't clear him for the game, so Zach Wilson uh, will be the starter. Flacco will be the backup. Lions, with a win on Sunday against the Jets, would be record-wise tied with Seattle, but Seattle owns a tiebreaker. All right, we're talking about the wild-card spots. Obviously, the Cowboys have one of them wrapped up. You're really in a two-wild-card spot race between... The Seahawks, Eagles, or excuse me, Seahawks, Commanders, who beat the Eagles earlier, the Giants and the Lions. So, Seattle lost last night. They're 7-7. Lions win on Sunday. They're 7-7. Eagles, uh, I mean, Seahawks have the tiebreaker. And then we get the loser of the Giants and the Commanders at 7-6-1. So, you're the Lions, you're in a prime spot. I, I said all week. I thought they needed to win out to get one of those two final wild card spots. They, they might be in a position with Seattle losing last night, and the Seahawks. I think go to Kansas City in their next game. They might be in the position of only having to go three and one the rest of the way. Hmm. What? We're talking Lions and playoffs. Merrill Hodge stopped me in my tracks when we recorded that interview for the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, which runs at the end of the show, when he said it wouldn't surprise me if the Lions and the Eagles are in the NFC Championship game. That's a former NFL running back. That's a guy not connected anyway in Michigan, and the only connection is that he does our DraftKings NFL Power Hour each and every week. Man. Can you imagine that? My Lord. That is phenomenal. Just think about that. Lions are playing the Eagles, so it'd be in Philly, naturally. They'd have home field advantage. One game to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, God. After starting one and six. After starting one and six. Mm. Meaningful games in December. Lions are setting up to be the favorite to win the NFC North next year right there with the Vikings. So we'll talk to Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com, the Detroit Lions podcast. He'll join us coming up here in a few moments. Sandy Golston from the Ferris State Bulldogs Network also uh, will check in. And like I said, Tony Anise, head coach of the Dogs, on the eve of the D2 National Championship football game here in Texas uh, before we're done. You want to join in? Comments? You want to give a shout out uh, to Ferris, to Dog Football? Uh, At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. One thing, Superfly, I think we're going to take a break. Then we'll come back and grab uh, Sandy and talk to Rizzi uh, coming up. Uh, here during this hour as the Huge road show is live in the state of Texas uh, with Ferris State football. So if you want to give a shout-out to Ferris State, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Just search Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, on your search engine uh, to get tickets, schedule everything you need, and also follow uh, the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, on Twitter, and also on Instagram.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is
2: huge. Jeff Dunham on his all-new tour, still not canceled. Yes! I make a living talking to myself, which means
3: some forms of mental illness actually pay off. Is it sad that I unplugged my cousin's life support to charge my phone? Oh,
4: shut the hell up. December 29th, Van Dandel Arena.
3: Tickets on sale now with JeffDenham.com.
5: Don't miss them, Grand Rapids.
6: Silence! I kill you! Jeff
1: Dunham on his own heat cooler. Still not cancelled.
0: Santa Bucks are at Meyer for two days only. Shop with Santa Bucks and Emperks to save up to $50 December 16th and 17th. Clip the coupon today with Emperks. Plus, get 50% off holiday apparel and sleepwear for the family. And save $100 on your next in store purchase with coupon. Print it at checkout when you buy one one, sixth generation iPad mini. Get more for your money. And the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. We got the holiday season. You got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlay. So you can look at the Pistons, you can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things, three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: I had a chance to hang out with Sandy Golson, Rob Bentley, and the crew from Ferris last night. They're the broadcast team. Their game will be on 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids on Saturday along on Sunny FM and Big Rapids, for those of you that listen uh, to dog football on a regular basis in the Big Rapids uh, area, and they're back here. They were here a year ago uh, when Ferris won the D2 National Championship, and Sandy, the big question is, uh, can they do it again?
4: Well, you know, one thing about this team is that they have been a remarkable example of consistency, and they have built to this point, point. and I think that they have put themselves in position with the basics, huge, uh, good defense, good line play, defensive line play, offensive line play, allowing you to control the game in terms of the running game on your side toward their defense, and their offensive running game toward your defense. They put themselves in a great position that they feel pretty confident coming into this game. And you look at the gauntlet that we've already run this far in the playoffs. I mean, all nationally ranked teams, all top ranked teams, we're putting ourselves in a good position to be successful on Saturday. But you got to play the game still.
1: Yeah, Sandy Golson from the Ferris State Bulldog radio crew with Rob Bentley joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan from Texas in the Ferris State Team Hotel. It's like I was talking with Jason Vanderlawn earlier, an all-time Ferris grade, and Whitney Bell, another former yes. dog, that this team is different. It's not that we're going to go win 58-51, mm-hmm. and it's just what you said, Sandy, that their line play, it's some smash-mouth football. The way yes. they were able to totally dominate a West Florida team in the semifinal last Saturday at Top Taggart Field in Big Rapids, that's what you normally don't see from Ferris football, and it's not a negative. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I think y- you look at Our offensive line coming back, we had a dominating offensive line last year, and we had a bunch of seniors. I mean, We were rolling too deep with confidence, and we knew that we could uh, really control the line of scrimmage offensively. And so once we graduated those guys, we had a younger offensive line that came in, and those guys have grown week after week after week to this point that they had such a dominating line performance against West Florida's defense and allowed us to really control the tempo, particularly in the third and fourth quarters.
1: So what do you see with Colorado Mines? Uh, in your early uh, breakdown, looking at Colorado Mines, obviously a solid team, if not a yeah, great team, to get to team. the D two uh, national championship game, uh, the matchup, and it really comes down to matchups. How does Ferris State match up against Colorado Mines?
4: Well, offensive. Their offense against our defense, their offense is dynamic. I mean, they've got multiple receivers. They got uh, arguably the best quarterback in the nation. Uh, he throws the ball exceptionally well, and so uh, you're you have to be able to get a pass rush. You have to be able to contain at the same time. And then you've got to have the the DBs, you know, your corners and your safeties, to be able to to really play people deep downfield. We feel like we've got a really, really good secondary. And so that's something I think is going to be really important for us, is to really control the line of scrimmage up front and then be really technically sound in the secondary. And then flipping it on the opposite side, they're an opportunistic defense. They like to really get after it. They're going to pressure you. They're going to bring the heat. And you're going to have to find ways to kind of release some of that pressure. So maybe some draws some screens uh, to try to catch them being overly aggressive, maybe some reverse action. So there are a lot of things I think the Bulldogs are going to really look to do um, to try to, you know, get around that aggressive um, defense that they're going to bring. But, you know, again, it comes down to controlling the line of scrimmage and being able to establish the run.
1: You know, Tony and earlier before we went on air was talking with some of his coaches standing right here uh, chatting with me. And he was telling his coaches "Hey, we need to look. Uh, we, and what you just said, offensively and defensively, I think the keys will be our wide receivers yep. and, and, and slowing down their wide receivers. So that, that's spot on there. Sandy Golson from the Bulldog, uh, radio crew with Rob Bentley joining us here in Texas. I see Tony Anise and some of the assistants. They invited, uh, Texas area recruits. Yeah, to stop in and high school players to stop in and uh, meet the coaches seeing that they're here in McKinney just north of Dallas and there's a few recruits they're talking to so again uh, getting back to the national championship game more branding for Ferris State as a university as a football program these are all wins, and we haven't even played the game on Saturday. <laughs>
4: you know, it's funny when you think of Texas, you, you really think of Texas football. big in Texas. It's a no question. Well, we were just talking, I'll get to that part, too. But you Except think Texas, You guys
1: went and got in and out, Rob Bentley and his daughter, and you. And I noticed there wasn't a fourth bag for, for Mr. Huge
4: here. Look how deep they're locked in right now. He's, right he's locked
1: there? in on the In-N-Out Burger
4: <laughs> like he's looking at the, at the roster for Saturday's game. Yeah, it takes tremendous focus to be able to enjoy In-N-Out. I don't and
1: know if I'm going to get over the fact that, uh, and I noticed that you really put it aside. You didn't care. You're chewing on your In-N-Out Burger right before we went on air. I'm feeling kind of left out here. Well, we got somebody that can hook you up. So I, I, think, uh, Mitch, I think we're going to do... drive me down. To, I, I'm, I'm torn because I, I spent a lot of time in Oklahoma. I love Whataburgers. These are places you don't get in Michigan. That's why everybody goes to them. I'm torn between <laughs> Whataburger and in and out I think In-N-Out is a little bit overrated. I'm, I'm a Whataburger fan, but that's from my days at OU. So I will be. Uh, Mish is going to drive. He's going out with alumni, a big dinner tonight, big fancy dinner. I noticed he didn't invite me to that, but he said I'd take you to Whataburger or in an out Burger drive-thru. Maybe with a coupon or something no, like that. to probably see me paying for my own Whataburger <laughs> while they're going to go have, like, steak and probably Stone Crab Lobster. Well, that sounds good. Uh, and all that stuff with the and everything. I get it, but... <laughs> All right, well, uh, Sandy, man, uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend yes, and the call on Saturday. I know people on 96 won the game in Grand Rapids, excited to hear you and Rob and the Dogs in the D2 National Championship game. We'll see you later tonight. Yes, sir. All right, Sandy Golson does a great job as the color commentator with Rob Bentley on the Ferris Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in Grand Rapids at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. We are doing it big in Texas. As Ferris State looks for back-to-back national championships Saturday, 1 o'clock against Colorado Mines. 24-7, everything you need with this show, because we are statewide, is free and available at
0: thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7, at thehugeshow.net.
2: It's that time of year again, and there's no better way for sports fans to celebrate the season than with BetMGM's 12 Days of Giveaways. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Happy Holidays. Opening your presents is easy. Just sign into your BetMGM account and unwrap a new giveaway every day between December 14th and December 25th. You'll find everything a better needs to enjoy the holidays, including deposit matches, free bets, and parlay boost tokens for all your favorite sports. Log on to your BetMGM account or sign up today for 12 days of giveaways from the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan only, new existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: We played for the thrill,
5: that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle. Anywhere
3: I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports,
6: made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: To the HUGE show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with Jeff Risden from the com, part of the USA Today Network, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear weekly on YouTube. He's checking in, and the Lions... Get good news again on Thursday night when Seattle is beaten by uh, the Niners. Also, news today that Zach Wilson uh, will start at quarterback, struggling immensely this year for the Jets. And Mike White can't go because doctors won't clear him uh, because of the rib injury. We have that story up from the Lions Wire at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And, uh, Jeff, um trying to maintain my allegiance to the Lions as a fan and also as a member of the media and doing a statewide talk show, but uh, everything is lining up for the Lions to have an unbelievable finish and a possible appearance in the playoffs after that 1-6 and start.
6: You know, it's it's crazy that things do really seem to be coming up Lions. You know, you watched last night. Seattle, not even just losing, but they weren't even competitive for the most part. Uh, granted, I fell asleep in the middle of the third quarter, so I didn't see the end of the game. But like the first, the part that I saw, uh, they, they didn't look at all like a playoff team. Uh, so, so you got that going for you. You got you know now you got the Mormon Manziel starting back up at, for New York. Uh, it's, he is not a popular guy in their locker room. He's not a popular guy with their fan base. This is a guy who completes. Uh, just over fifty-five percent of his passes and throws more to the other team than he does into the end zone. He's done that in both of his seasons in the NFL. He's pretty consistent about that. Uh, I.e., he's not been good. Uh, he is not Mike White, and uh, it, it's it's weird that we're you know cheering the fact that they're putting in the number two overall pick from the twenty twenty one NFL draft, but he's he's not as good as, as as Mike White. You know, a journeyman fourth round pick out of Western Kentucky a few years ago. He's just not and. Uh, you no, know, that's uh, that, that, that's a very real event. Now he's a different kind of quarterback. He can run. He will take some chances down the field, and that that's different. So you know that you know it, it changes the dynamics of how the Lions have to play defense. But dude just makes so many mistakes, and his teammates just don't seem to like him or respond to him at all. So it's going to be really interesting to see from a, you know watching the Jets themselves on, on how they handle this.
1: Well, the Jets also are fighting for a playoff berth in the AFC. Lions still have three of the four remaining on the road. It is the NFL. It's any given Sunday. But, man, if you go double dip in New York this year during this run and they hammered the Giants, who are also fighting for a playoff spot, and we'll get to them in Washington playing uh, this weekend, and and you're the Lions and you win in New York, and then you're going to get Carolina – on Christmas Eve, Bears at home were in total disarray. And again, another team uh, that has imploded, uh, the Packers at the end. I, I just, I stepped back before we were going to have you on, and I was eating breakfast this morning, and I'm down here in Texas with the Ferris State uh, team getting ready for the D2 National Championship football game. And, and I tried to write down the negatives at this time negatives, and it could be an injury, could be coaching, could be anything. A negative connected to the Detroit Lions. And Jeff, I I, I I couldn't find one negative, at least going into the Jets game. And we could have a ton of them uh, when that game ends. I, I've never... This is uncharted waters, territory, whatever cliche you want to use when it comes to what the Lions are doing.
6: It really is. And look... The... Are they ready for all this? I think that's the big question. You know, they're six and seven. After the one and six start, they are now favored. Uh, in fact, the line has gone up. Uh, the Jets were favored by um, between a point and a point and a half yesterday morning. The Lions are now two point favorites uh, on most of the sports books that I've been looking at. But that gives you an idea of the expectation that, that uh, the professionals have of Zach Wilson. Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm very happy with where the Lions are at. They they've they've turned things around. They're doing things the right way. Uh, my, my big question is, are they ready to handle this? You know, this is, this is a game now. You're kind of expected to go into New York against a pretty darn good Jets defense. And, and overall, really, that's a pretty good football team. Uh, they have a wide receiver, rookie wide receiver of their own, and Garrett Wilson, who's been dynamite. Uh, he's really, really good, and he is great at breaking tackles, which is something that uh, the Lions are going to have to focus on. It's uh, it's just a good time to be a Lions fan, and God, it's been so long. You know, we... we, we we, we suffered for so long through this, and, and it, it wasn't didn't look like it was getting any better. And the fact that it's all coming together so quickly, or seeming to come together so quickly, uh, it, it's it, it, it's refreshing. You know, we, you and I have covered this team, and, and you know, professionally for some time. Uh, and just the you know, the feel that they're getting it right, like w- whether it's you know a gut feeling or you know watching you know how other regimes in the past and other teams in the past have failed, like it just feels like there is something different with these guys, and I hope that it continues to be that way because uh, we don't want anything to do with the the old sol. Uh, and uh, you know, a win this weekend would go a long way towards burying that narrative forever, and that would wow. be that would be very very welcome to me.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, because it, it could, it, I think it will be. Uh, The last potential hostile road situation that they'll be in, and I don't know where the Jets fans are, especially with Zach Wilson uh, starting on Sunday after being not just benched but demoted to number three behind White and Flacco. Uh, The X's and O's of the game, Jeff, uh, what do the Lions have to do? Because now being the favorite, which they are on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board now at plus... Or minus two. Uh, they were plus two. Uh, the Lions are now minus two. And remember to always use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings uh, sportsbook app. But the Lions, uh, a favorite. They kind of played the favorite role. Not kind of. Uh, they did it very well against a 10-2 and two Vikings team. Granted, that was at home. Granted, Jared Goff has been a different quarterback uh, inside Ford Field. Uh, but the pressure of now having to do it, was there to a point against the Vikings uh, last Sunday. But I'm curious now to see golf in these three road games at the end because I do believe now after Seattle losing last night and the Commanders and the Giants playing each other Sunday, one of those teams will be 7-6-1. and one. Lions have the tiebreaker against both of them. I think the Lions went out. They're going to the playoffs. Now can golf get it done on the road?
6: Yeah, and this is a tough defense. This is, this is a good, well coached defense, and that's, that, that certainly gives the Jets a, a, a chance. Uh, look, Sauce Gardner, uh, he or Aiden Hutchinson will be rookie of the year, and either one of them is deserving. Uh, he's been fantastic. It's interesting that they're both from Detroit, too. Uh, and, you know, Sauce, Sauce is really, really good. Now, he's not a guy that travels. So he's not going to just mirror Almond St. Brown or Jamison Williams. like they, they play their sides and the guy on the other side, DJ Moore is a pretty darn good cornerback too. like he's, he doesn't get the national attention. Uh, but I did a lot of Jets Jets podcast and, and you know in-house entertainment work this week. Uh, he's really good. And they, they know that he's really good. So uh, it's going to be a challenge. They do have some pass rush. Uh, they're not always the best at, at stopping the run, and I think that's going to be the key. Last week, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift did not play well. Uh, the line was better than they were as runners. This week, they're going to have to show more as run running backs. You cannot get in the second and eight, third and seven, third and nine situations against this Jets defense because they can cover on the outside, uh, and they can get some pressure too, and, and will bring it from a lot of different angles. Robert Sala is a very creative defensive guy. Uh, it's one of the reasons why a lot of fans wanted him in Detroit to be there. the Lions' coach. Uh, I, I think the Jets are pretty happy with what they got. I think we are too, by that matter. You know, it's uh, it's going to take Goff, you know, playing, con- continuing to play at the level that he's played at. Uh, how much do we trust that? I I tell you what, man, he's it feels like he's turned the corner personally too. Where you know, there's always been the talk, and we're still going to talk about it. You and I will, and everybody will. You know, is he the long term solution? Well, I don't think that's not pertinent right now. Like right now, he's he's playing very well, and that's good enough for this team to keep winning. And I think that's you know, he's got he's got to step up and, and show once again that he can be the guy that's you know the, the FedEx Air Player of the Week and a candidate for it for for three of the last five weeks. He's playing some really good football right now. They're healthy on the offensive line. It looks like you're getting uh, Evan Brown back at right guard. Like, there, there's a lot of things that they have to do. They just have to go out and execute it and take care of their business. Show that they're the team that they have been the last few weeks. And, and you know, this one's a be tough one. This the Jets are not a pushover, not even with Wilson at the quarterback. But, uh, you know, Carolina has been playing better football lately. But the, the Lions should be the better team there. And I don't have any doubt in my mind that they're the better team than the. The Bears or the Packers at this point. So, this is a big one. This is one th- th- there is some pressure on this one. You know, like if, we're talking about the playoffs, um, and, and that, as much as Dan Campbell says that, you know, they're not thinking about it, the players know. The players absolutely know. Uh, and if they lose this game, all that talk, all that goodwill, it sort of, you know, takes a back seat, and, and oh, they're not ready yet. It's not there yet. You know, they blew a game that they should have won. Uh, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't think it will, but, you know, it's something, you know, can they handle that sort of pressure to perform? Because of that? that hasn't been here in a while. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they respond to that.
1: Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast and also get the latest on the Lions and opinions and inside information. Follow Jeff uh at Jeff Rizden, Risdon, R I S D O N. Jeff, we'll talk to you later. Coming up during the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, we'll look at some of the storylines across the NFC North and the rest of the NFL, and uh, final thoughts on the Lions and the Jets that will be coming up during our final hour today.
6: Awesome, thanks so much.
1: Joining me here at the Ferris State Team Hotel in Allen, Texas, just. Outside of McKinney, where the D2 National Championship football game will take place tomorrow. With Ferris State and Colorado Mines, Rob Bentley, he is the voice of Bulldog football along with Santa Golston. Uh, their game, by the way, on our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. will be here in live kickoff at 1 o'clock Michigan time uh, tomorrow. And Rob, uh, welcome back to the
7: show. Hey, great for having me on. I uh, appreciate all the work you've done uh, here uh, covering the Bulldogs uh, here over the last few days.
1: It has been phenomenal. And we're, we're on the eve of the D2 National Championship football game in the sea of uh, Ferris fans, Ferris alumni, Families uh, rolling in here uh, to Texas. I won't say it surprised me, but it caught me off guard about the groundswell of support that Ferris State University and the Bulldog Athletic Programs have.
7: You know, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, we saw that last year when we were down here, and I think, you know, we may have even more fans before it's all said and done this year, uh, making the trip down from Big Rapids, uh, from parts of Michigan, and then obviously from other places in the country. And it's been... uh, awesome to see the the support that uh, this team has received from from the fans uh, throughout the year but but especially in a run like this you know
1: what i really like about this trip and partnering with ferris state university ferris state athletics and also ferris state football the ability to kind of go behind the scenes and talk to players and talk to tony anise and meet assistants and meet alums from all over the country uh, over the last uh, two days but You know, I've known Tony from a distance and on air, but having private conversations with him, I really can see... Uh, why Ferris State is defending national champion, and why they have a shot at back-to-back titles.
7: You know, certainly he's a, an awesome guy to work with uh, on an everyday basis, uh, really cares for his players, um, has a, a lot of respect for his players. They, in turn, uh, you know, have that respect back for him and want to play for him and, and the rest of his coaching staff. Uh, those guys work har- as hard as anyone um, out there to, to make uh, sure that this team has every, every possible chance to achieve their dreams. All right, so uh, the dream of back-to-back D2 national
1: football championships – is just a win away uh, for Tony and the Dogs. I know you and Sandy have been breaking down Colorado Mines. You follow Ferris State the entire year from a pure football standpoint. What do you think of that matchup tomorrow uh, for the Ferris State Bulldogs? And uh, where do they have uh, the advantage or advantages plural? And uh, where is Colorado Mines? Uh, Setting with the ability to maybe shock Ferris.
7: You know, I think Colorado Mines comes in with one of the most explosive offenses I think we've we've seen this year, uh, capable of putting up uh, forty some points. They're averaging forty six points a game. Uh, great quarterback in John Matoka, who's uh, maybe the front runner for the Harlan Hill Trophy. So um, he he's going to be a tough guy for us to contend with um, defensively. But you know, fortunately for us, our defense has been outstanding. Uh, you know, and it has got better and better as the year has went on. I, I think they're up to the task. Um, they'll have to try to limit what Colorado Mines likes to do and I think it starts up front if you can control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football offensively and defensively uh, you know that'll put ourselves in a good position to win the ball game Uh, we were able to do that last week against West Florida really controlled the line of scrimmage and I think that's going to be the the primary important part uh, for us is really establishing it up front.
1: Yeah, speaking of up front, uh, it's similar. It kind of reminds me of Michigan's uh, undefeated season, still in progress. At uh, Watching Ferris State, looking at some film uh, of their playoff run, which has been monumental when you look at uh, the teams they've beaten, including Grand Valley. Uh, this is different than the wide open, hey, we're going to go outscore people 56 to uh, 35. This is about... That defensive line, that defensive unit,
7: and the O line improving. You know, certainly, uh, coach has kind of talked about that over the course of the year. You know, in the past, uh, his, his teams have been known for their offense, but really, it's the defense that's been uh, leading the way for us uh, throughout the season. I think the offense has got better and better as the year has went on. Um, obviously, a young offensive line that has improved each and every week and really uh, played some dominant football the last couple weeks. Um, you know, and then at quarterback with uh, Malik Mitchell being back, uh, you know, a little bit healthier than he was earlier in the. Year. It's really uh, made our offense a little more dynamic. Um, certainly, the ability to interchange parts. Uh, you know, Carson Gulker's played a lot of football for us. Uh, tremendous with uh, his ability to run the football. Twenty-eight rushing touchdowns on the year. So uh, it's been a nice uh, mix offensively uh, in a unit that's got better uh, here over the last. Few weeks uh, here in the postseason. Yeah, Rob Bentley is the play by play voice
1: of Ferris State football. Uh, tomorrow, with Sandy Golston and the crew, you'll be able to hear them in the Grand Rapids area on 96 1, the game kickoff at 1 o'clock. And also for people in the Big Rapids Ferris area, uh, your flagship station for Bulldog football? It's sunny, 97.3, and uh, online at FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Yeah, and also at FerrisStateBulldogs.com. You can gear up. I don't know if you'll be able to get your gear for tomorrow, but uh, you can always gear up for the Dogs and all athletics at Ferris And when they win uh, the national championship tomorrow, keep an eye out at FerrisStateBulldogs.com State for. Uh, Fair state back to back national championship gear.
7: Yeah, we hope to be launching that tomorrow night. Uh, once the game's all you're said giving and done. me
1: that look, Rob. Like Bill, are you telling people to
7: plan <laughs> on it? And the game hasn't even been played yet. Oh, you know, we're going to have to play a, a game. Going to have to play a complete football game tomorrow. But uh, you know, from the administrative side, we, we like to plan ahead. So uh, hopefully, that's the, that's the case, and we'll be able to you know launch some of that merchandise uh, coming up here tomorrow night. Could be a crazy uh, Saturday night. Here at the Ferris State Team Hotel if they get that
1: back-to-back national championship uh, celebration tomorrow. Ferris State, Colorado Mines. Again, the kickoff at 1 o'clock on ESPNU. You can hear it on the radio in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. And 97.3 Sunny FM in the Big Rapids area for uh, those on campus and in the northern part of Michigan. Uh, tune in to dog football. Rob Bentley, Santa Golson will be on the call. Uh, Rob, thanks for stopping by the HUGE show. It's been an unbelievable trip, and uh, we await the game tomorrow. Hey, we're looking forward to it, and we love having you here, so go Bulldogs. All right, Rob Bentley does a great job uh, with Ferris State University on the mic, off the mic, uh, with media relations, associate AD. He has his family here. I'm looking at a C of Ferris State players and their families and uh, Bulldog alums uh, coming in, a hotel developer from the east side of the state, another Ferris alum waiting on his teammates from the mid-90s. It really is a celebration of Ferris State University and Bulldog football, and I think a lot of people want to be here uh, for the back-to-back celebration because you need to savor it. It's unique. Ask yourself across the landscape. Division one, two, three football subdivision, and it, JUCO uh, getting back-to-back national championships uh, isn't easy in any sport.
7: Certainly not, and uh, we're looking forward to having that opportunity, and uh, hopefully our guys, uh, you know, we're really get locked in here over the next, uh, you know, how many ever hours we have remaining uh, before kickoff tomorrow and uh, be ready to play a great game.
1: Rob, you seem nervous. You seem not nervous, <laughs> the nervous excitement of uh, the D2 National Championship football game here in Texas, McKinney High School, and it's not your typical uh, high school stadium. I'm telling you, between McKinney High School and I drove by, you uh, Allen High School, which is the home of Kyler Murray, that's where we're staying, the Team Hotel. And their their stadiums look bigger than Mac Stadiums.
7: And they are. Unbelievable. They're how big they These are. These are high school stadiums. They are and uh, you know it's tremendous just being able to, to play in a, a, a venue like that. And fortunately we, we have some experience in that venue. It's been good to us. Uh, you know, obviously last year was great to us, so uh, hopefully our guys are relaxed and, and, and ready to go.
1: All right, and also want to give a shout-out to your daughter in Big Rapids, a girl's basketball. That's a powerhouse <laughs> up in Big Rapids. She's awesome. All right, Rob, enjoy the day. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, Rob Bentley is the voice of Ferris State football. Santa Goldston, another good man. Uh, who have gotten to know on this trip, they'll be on the call on the Bulldog Football Network tomorrow, 1 o'clock in Grand Rapids on 96.1, the game, our flagship station, and also 97.3 in Big Rapids, uh, Sunny FM. And get your gear and follow the dogs at FerrisStateBulldogs.com. We are back live in Texas with Ferris State football as the dogs are looking for back to back D2 championships. They'll play Colorado Mines at one o'clock tomorrow on ESPNU. Superfly Hayes is back at the Auto Value bumper to bumper parts store studios in downtown GR at our flagship station 96 one the game. I do want to remind everybody what's on tap at all the Brands Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch the Lions and the Jets on Sunday. College Bowl action is underway. Ferris and Colorado Mines on Saturday at 1 o'clock. There are Brands locations all across Michigan. Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Johnny Brands in Granville, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands on Leonard, Downtown GR, and also the Brands in Cascade, East of GR. And if you can't make it out to watch your favorite team play or the Lions and the Jets on Sunday, you can order up all your Brands favorites for pickup or delivery. Just go to Brands.com, that is Brands.com, But check out the Lions and the Jets on Sunday. Lions with a win. They're a week closer to the playoffs. So check out all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills across Michigan. And for the brands close to you, go to brands.com and watch the Lions and the Jets Sunday and all the brands, Steakhouse and and grills 24-7 everything you need with this show is free and available on your schedule at Show.net. log on and catch up at thehugeshow.net
0: Big Bad Huge The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network
1: Fridays on the HUGE show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's the calendar of what's happening. December 20th, Coco Mellon is live with the comeback tour at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live, a Christmas vacation, a live Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 27th and 28th, the Great Lakes Hockey Invitational takes place inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. December 27th, Game 1 is Michigan Tech and Western Michigan. Game 2 on December 27th is Michigan State and Ferris State. And on December 28th, you'll get the consolation third place game and championship game at Van Andel Arena with the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 28th, Comedian Jeff Dunham is inside Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. The Still Not Cancelled Tour, tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. January 8th, Stephen Scherer, the Share the Love Music Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in GR. And on January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances at DeVos Performance Hall. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR.
0: you ready? Yes. Now let's go to the auto-value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. Oh.
1: What's up, Michigan? It's time for another DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook, you use code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Inside this hour, former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join us. We'll look back at the Lions win over the Vikings. Look ahead to the Lions and the Jets on Sunday in New York City. We'll also break down uh, the NFC North. Then we'll check in with Jeff Risden from the Detroit Lions podcast and the Lionswire.com. His thoughts on the Lions making the playoffs. What about the Jets game on Sunday? That now will feature Zach Wilson as a starter. So, a lot to get to. Let's begin with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge, who is standing by here on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Welcome back, Merrill.
8: Good to be back with you, Bill. All right. I know you guys are pumped for your Lions, baby.
1: Wow. And Seattle helped last night uh, by losing uh, to the Niners, and the stars are aligning. You get the Commanders and the Giants both 7-5-1, and one. the two other teams in front of the Lions. One will be 7-6-1. and one. The Lions own the tiebreaker over those two teams. They don't own it over Seattle, who they lost to at home this year, but... Man, I go back to when we started uh, the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the Huge Show across Michigan, and uh, I've always said, hey, I thought this team could go 9-8. and eight. I thought if they played meaningful games in December, not even made the playoffs, but off of last year, played meaningful games in December, which they are, uh, that would be a hell of a year, too, for Campbell and Brad Holmes, the GM. And here they are playing as well as anybody in the NFL. It's amazing.
8: Well, I agree with you, and I think you you have to look at that because um, that's a fair assessment. You know, you look at their offense; um, it's as good as any in football. So, who would be as good as any? You got to. I think you need to throw offenses out there that they're comparable to, um, and I think they're slightly better than like Buffalo's offense, Kansas City's offense, Cincinnati. They they rival them a little bit. Philadelphia is slightly better because their quarterback plays a role in it that that you just don't have with, with the Lions. But when you look at them offensively, they compare with all those other offenses. They compare with Philly. They compare with the Buffalo and Kansas City and Cincinnati. Because of what they're doing in the passing game, they have about every phase you can ask from short, intermediate to explosive. And they are committed to the running game. There's there's as good running team as there is in football. They're committed to that. And they're fully passing it. They can do a lot of things with it. So, you know, just as you're watching the uh, the Vikings game, you know, the Vikings were trying to do different things to take away stuff with them, and the run was one of them they were going to try to do. And shoot, the Lions just came out and stung them with the pass. You know, then that changed Minnesota's thought process. They came back and hit them with them in the mouth with the run. I mean, that that's in a good offense is when you have so many things that you have to control and maintain. And keep and, uh, and keep and defend. It's possible. You know, it's impossible. So um, their offense is a, is a championship offense right now, and how they're playing, and their defense is matching it.
1: Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the Huge Show across Michigan. If you have an NFL question, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. So when you look at this matchup with the Jets, you look at the remaining schedule at Carolina, Bears at home uh, at the Packers. Uh, And ironically, uh, the Panthers were left for dead and here they are still playing uh, for the NFC South, and the Jets have to turn to Zach Wilson, and they're playing for their playoff lives in the AFC.
8: Yeah, well, you got to take one thing at a time. You're going to play the Jets. You know, the one thing that um, that they have, their defense is much improved. Their defense is, I mean, you earn they. You got to earn everything possible against that defense. They are good from top to bottom. Um, they do a lot of good things, but you know when off, you have an offense that can attack in a variety of ways, it just makes it easier to deploy um, and break down a defense when you can do a bunch of things, which the, which the Lions can't. Now, when you look at the Jets, you know um, the last few weeks they, their running game has not been very consistent. If, not, if their running game is inconsistent, I mean you expose Zach Wilson for what Zach Wilson is. I mean. Jack Wilson was like this in college. It's magnified in the NFL. He has never played well from a pressured pocket or a dirty pocket. Now, why um, why that's so important is because the NFL, like 70% of your throws are like that. So if you don't play in that environment already, that's a big asterisk that you put against or it's a big negative in transitioning a guy to this league. And so for four and a half years, he's not been able to do that. That is a big problem. Um, He doesn't play with great structure from fundamentally how he throws the football. You know, he just throw it from the hip, and he he tries to make crazy throws, and he thinks that's how you play the the position. Um, Nothing has changed that. Um, Sitting on the sidelines, I I always think you can garner a little bit from that, but you're not going to transform yourself in one game. That is who they're going to play. Now you have to play that and you have to defend that. So you shut the running game down and you force him to play from the pocket and you can get pressure on him, which the Lions have done a much better job of dialing up pressure at us. They're down for the pressures that they've been applying. Um, they pose problems. They pose a lot of problems to this jet offense, especially with Zach Wilson playing, um, who struggles in that environment.
1: Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up uh, to get the promo hookups and get in on the NFL action all weekend long. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE. You know, beyond what the Lions do this year, if they do find a way uh, to grab a playoff spot, Uh, What do you like in terms of the foundation setting up for the future? Because I look at this team, and I think Goff's going to get a big extension, new deal during the offseason. He's proved it uh, in Detroit, earned it uh, this year. And with their influx of youth, with the athletes they have, with the two first-round picks uh, they'll have, I really think the Lions uh, are one of the contenders to win the NFC North in 2023.
8: I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I, you know, they've made astronomical leaps, you know, with just all the things that, you know, let's look at some of their deficiencies that like at week eight, week seven, eight, you know, they were struggling defensively in, in a bunch of different areas. Um, you know, the back end was, was making some mistakes or costing you. Um, you weren't particularly getting good, consistent pressure. Um, the running game, the defending the run was spotty. Really, all those things have cleaned themselves up. You know, um, anytime you can add a, a, a playmaker, a difference maker defensively, where you have to account for two guys versus one guy, that always makes you a more dangerous defense. You know, offensively, anytime you can add another layer, another element that creates some type of explosive element to your offense that yeah, makes you a better, better team, you know. Or they're a power-oriented running attack, you know. Um, being able to continually build on that, you know, is the direction you got to go. You know, a lot of the phases are coming together now. It's just how can we enhance those and make them better and streamline it and have depth, you know. So uh, I think they're in a great position. I think they're in a great position to get into the playoffs, quite honestly. You know, I think they're they're good enough to win win out. I think they win out, they're in. You know, and this is not the team you want to see if you're in the NFC. You do not want to see them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, if the Lions, let's say, and I know you, know, you talked about looking at or not looking ahead, but let's say they beat the Jets. Zach Wilson's playing. Uh, Panthers are rejuvenated, but they're still the Panthers uh, on Christmas Eve. Then you get uh, the Bears, and who knows what's going on with the Packers and Rodgers, and they went out, and they're 9-1 going into the playoffs. I'll be really curious, even though they could be the you know the seventh seed in the NFC. Uh, beyond San Francisco is playing great football ever since adding McCaffrey and what they're doing with Brock Purdy is amazing. Obviously, you have Jalen Hurts in Philly, the cream of the crop, in the NFC. And the Cowboys' defense is phenomenal. But you know I think the Lions have played their way. Regardless of if they get to the playoffs or what happens, Merrill, that they're a top 10 team in the NFL right now, top 12. That's the upper echelon. This is stunning to talk about this. And even though they were one in six and the only person on earth, Merrill, and I'll give you a lot of huge love for this, any pundit, ESPN, Fox, go down the list, NBC, anywhere, any blogger, the only person that said, I see something When this team was one and six, was Merrill Hodge on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour on the huge show?
8: Well, you know, that's that's. Listen, I I could never have done it. You know, I always got to give credit to you know to be able to watch tape on you know like I did as a player. You know, I've been doing that for almost forty years, almost ten as a player, thirty out of the league, and that's without that insight, you know, like that's why I say, Evie lies, highlights really lie. You can never garner any truth from that. You just can't. It, it'll never give it to you. And the tape is so revealing. And, you know, we started this way back two years ago. You know, obviously I'm going to have to pay attention to them every week, find out who they're, watch it, how they play and who they're going to play and then how they match up there. I'm just telling you the principles that we talked about that were being established, like, if you wanted to model something on how you build, the Lions did it. How you need to do it, they they first established the running attack. You know, and you could go back, go go back and look. Tell me one game. I think there's only one game I can think of in the last two years since Dan Campbell and that staff has got there that they didn't run the ball successfully. I just remember one game. I don't remember who it was from. I, I, there was only one game. Now, even though they didn't win those games, I'm telling you that's a foundational principle. If you're going to win in this league consistently, you have to have that element to it. Now, they were missing a lot of other things, but that's the one thing they weren't. And they were committed to that, and they are getting better at it. And then as you see them evolve, you know, defensively, they started to get a little better. Passing game started getting a little better. So they started going in the right direction. But but I'm happy for them because I didn't know that you are going to see the transformation this quickly. I mean, I'll tell you, they... They turned around like when you watch them now, like they're a team like they expect to win, and that's a pretty quick quick shift from a team that has taken losses in the manner in which they have to the confidence that they play with now and expect them to win. But why not? They they match up to, with anybody anywhere they, the way they're playing on both sides of the ball. They, I'm telling you, I, I, I want to I don't disagree with you at all. i will I can see them and Philly being in the NFC Championship game. Wow. Man, Merrill, How on that note,
1: on that note, I'm going to end it right there because it's the perfect time <laughs> uh, to end it where you just said I could see Philly and Detroit in the NFC Championship game. People are dropping like flies across the state of Michigan uh, right now. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, he joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Uh, to get the hookups and get in on the NFL action all weekend long. Merrill, we'll talk next week.
8: Okay, buddy. Take care, brother.
1: All right, Merrill Haas checking in on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the Huge Radio Network.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit,
7: this show is huge.
3: To the end zone! Touchdown,
7: Bulldogs! Ferris State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas, and you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they look to repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on the NFL action this weekend, Saturday game, Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Uh, he is one of the better NFL insiders I've ever worked with when it comes to the Lions and the National Football League. Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, Uh, is joining us. And uh, when you look at the NFC North, not just the way it's going to finish out, obviously Minnesota will win the division. Uh, Lions still have that playoff shot. But I'm kind of fast-forwarding to next year, Jeff, and thinking based on what the Lions have developed with their youth, with golf settling in, or golf uh, becoming what I think will be the franchise quarterback for the next three to five years, I'm starting to look at the Vikings-Lions and I'm looking ahead to a year from now and there's no reason to think outside of a massive injury casualty list that the Lions aren't there as an NFC North favorite in 2023.
6: You know, it's certainly not crazy, and, and thanks for the kind words there. I appreciate that. It's uh, it's very it's very realistic that this team will be picked by most pundits to win the NFC North next year, uh, and, and the fact that it's not crazy uh, that, that it will be that way. Look, they're at, they have the team they have now. They're not really losing much off this team in terms of like pending free agents. Jamal Williams is out there, uh, but you can. I don't want to say that running backs are easily replaceable. But uh, that's, that's not like a huge thing. Um, he's kind of having a, had a career year, and, and we'll talk later about like wh- whether you pay for that or not. But they, they have two first-round picks, two second-round picks, considerable cap room to make moves. So they have the youngest team, specifically the youngest defense in the NFC right now. Like They're, they're set up really well to have a, a nice little run here. As long as Jared Goff can continue to be the quarterback that he is, and like you said, they keep good health. And this coaching staff that Dan Campbell has assembled of uh, former players who are very, all, they're all very teaching oriented. You know, guys like Antoine Randall L., Kelvin Shepard, uh, Hank Fraley, they're all really good at teaching and developing talent. And I think that's something that was lost on the last regime, really the last two regimes before them. There just wasn't a lot of player development going on. So the, the players that you see now, guys like Rodrigo, Kirby Joseph, uh, you know, John Kaminsky, uh, I, I, I I do expect him to come back. You know, but guys like that, they're going to keep getting better. Um, they're not going to stagnate, and I think that's that's huge as you go forward in terms of where the team can go. They they should be considered. Look, Minnesota's not going away. That's a, that's a very good football team. And uh, I actually heard a very compelling argument that Justin Jefferson should get some MVP votes uh, after we watched what he did to Detroit last week. I'm, I'm willing to buy that a little bit. Like They're good, uh, but I, I think the Lions have the depth of talent and the ability to load more into it that they probably should be considered the favorites going into next year. And, and again, the fact that we're talking about this and it's not crazy that we're not laughing is, is, is something else, man.
1: Yeah, this, I, I still go back to what we talked about at hour number one and Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear on YouTube that if they win Sunday against the Jets and they beat the Panthers, Bears at home and Packers on the road and finish the season 9-1 and one, how to make the playoffs, forget about next year. It's what all the pundits are saying, all the talking heads in the NFL, who would want to play the Lions in the first round of the playoffs or any playoff game.
6: Yeah, and and right now the way things look, it would be a rematch if they're the number seven seed in the in the NFC, which is the way it would play out, they would be playing Minnesota. I think they feel pretty confident about their ability to play Minnesota. It doesn't mean that they're gonna win, but they're not gonna be afraid of, of going into Minnesota. They've they've played those games very close lately. Uh, even last year when the team was not very good, they were right there in, in both games against Minnesota. So, you know, you can't win it if you're not in it. That's the lottery ad, right? Like, that's that's where the Lions are at. If they get in it, they got a shot. Uh, I wouldn't expect them to win, but getting a win or two is not out of the question. Look, they're mm. playing some really good football right now, and they're doing it on both sides of the ball. And I think that's the thing. It's like they're not dependent on the defense you know, stepping up to get the win, or or golf and the offense to to score a ton of points. Like, they can balance it. Like, if the offense isn't feeling great this week, and, and look, this Jets team is going to be a difficult test for this offense, but this is a week where the defense can step up and make things happen like the way they have been. This is the number one team enforcing takeaways in the NFL over the last six weeks. That's one of the big reasons for their turnaround. They're facing a quarterback who gives the ball away at a rate higher than just about any other quarterback of the last 25 years. So you got a lot of things going for you here, man. It's uh, it's this is a week where I think the defense is going to have to do it, but I think they can do it, Uh, and and they've shown a lot of different ways that they they have improved. Um, And and look, they're they're relatively healthy. Uh, This is a game for Aiden Hutchinson to step up, and I think he can. But also guys like you know Rodrigo and. You know, I don't think we're getting Derek Barnes back this week, but Alex Anzalone. I'm going to give Alex Anzalone a little bit of love. That guy took a lot of crap from a lot of us, myself included. He's played some really, really good football lately, uh, and it's nice to see the fans acknowledging the fact that he's not this, you know, bumbling guy who's missing tackles everywhere. He's legitimately one of the best linebackers in the league over the last four weeks, and and you know these are the types of things that losing teams don't get. These are, these are the things that good teams get, and that it makes me feel like the Lions are a good team. And, and uh, that, again, we talked about it in the first hour. I'll bet you that again. The fact that this is a good football team right now, they're ahead of schedule, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be a fluke thing either.
1: His name is Jeff Risden, LionsWire.com. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook. Also, follow Jeff at uh, Jeff Risden. The dude is just full of passion uh, when it comes to Lions and the NFL, and also a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast, one of the better podcasts when it comes uh, to the Lions and the NFL. Search for that on YouTube. Uh, a couple other NFL storylines as we wind down uh, the regular season. I'm not buying that Rogers is going to retire when he still has you know almost 100 million uh, on the books in a contract with the Packers. He's not going to walk away from you know 59 million bucks or whatever it is, 58.3, and retire. I doubt it. But again, he's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you never know. Uh, is there any way for? And I think they're stuck. And you can tell me, Jeff. I don't think there's any way for Green Bay to get out of this without taking a massive cap hit. Correct.
6: Yeah, it would, it would take a lot of help from another team to do that. Now, the Colts might be a team that's willing to do that, but they're a team that is desperate in search of a quarterback. They've, they've Desperation, my name is Matt Ryan. Uh, they're a heavy team that, in theory, theory anyways, is ready to win right now. If they can make that, they have the cap room to make it work, too. Uh, it's it's Look, we, we live in a world where Russell Wilson got traded this past offseason, so anything is possible. But it's uh, it's unlikely to happen without a lot of hoops being jumped through.
1: Uh, Tom Brady, uh, now, you know, again, the, the NFL pundits say hey, this is going to be his final year. And then out of the other side of their mouth, they're like, hey, I think Tampa could be a dangerous uh, NFC playoff team with Brady's experience. Do you think this is the final year for Tom Brady as a quarterback in the NFL before he moves on uh, to that guaranteed TV Commentator, what oh, was like three hundred million dollar contract he has with Fox?
6: You know, I, I talked to someone who, who works in the Tampa Bay market pretty regularly, and one of the things that he says is that you can see that the Brady physically isn't what he used to be. Uh, it's very obvious on the game film that he just doesn't have the the foot speed. Or, or the you know the, the the quickness of movement about him and look he's forty five years old. Um, remember when we were forty and then the forty five? Like how big of a drop off that was, Bill? Uh, that, that's happening to Tom Brady now. Yeah, and yeah. I try sixty
1: one break- uh, on the road with Ferris State <laughs> fans and alumni. Two nights at the hotel bar. Try and get through that at sixty one.
6: Uh, I would love to do that actually. And by the way, go Bulldogs this weekend. This is an awesome experience. I'm glad, I hope that they bring the, the title back home to. Uh, Big Rapids, that would be sweet. Yeah, but uh, I, I think Tom Brady is cognizant enough of his own image to know that he can't physically do what he used to be able to do even a couple of years ago. And I do think that will make him retire. And I get that from from a couple of different people in the Tampa area. But again, he's also he's also the goat because he has that fight in him and that competitiveness in him. And will it drive him to uh, like I don't know what else physically he could do to prepare himself at, at now now forty six years old, but Maybe it gets him like one last year, um, and I don't think it'll be in Tampa where he like, okay, you know, I'm going out this way because this I don't think this Tampa team is gonna do much. Like they're gonna get into the postseason. Uh, by the way, they're six and seven and can wrap up their division next weekend, believe it or not. That's how bad the NFC South is if a couple things happen this weekend. It's hard for me to see him walk away on that. But, you know, again, the physical part of it, I think he's too proud to to watch more more of a decline. I hope he is, by the way. I don't want to see that. I I remember, you know, I I do remember Johnny Unitas stumbling around in the Chargers uniform. I remember Franco Harris in Seattle. I don't want to see that with Tom Brady.
1: So if he does, if he wants to squeeze in one more year, and it won't be uh, with Tampa Bay, uh, where it got, because I was thinking about that earlier this week, uh, where would he finish out his career?
6: I'll tell you, the New York Jets would be an interesting option. Uh, going to the Big Apple, going to the, you know the, the major market, they have a quarterback issue with Zach Wilson that we've talked about. You know, Mike White is is kind of a journeyman. They could come in and buy them a year with, with the team that they've got, kind of an up-and-coming you know, emerging team. He's got wide receiver weapons there. They have a decent offensive line when they're healthy. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that the Jets make a lot of sense, but... I can kind of see that, you know, and that would be, you know, that would be a chance to also get back at Belichick, uh, assuming Belichick returns in New England, um, and, and you know, win an NFC East or an AFC East title over Belichick with the Jets. I think that would be a, a pretty impressive feather in Tom Brady's cap, and I, again, he's the kind of guy that's going to consider things like that. You know that.
1: Jeff Rizdin from the Lionswire.com joining us here on the huge show on the Meyer uh, guest line, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Search for that on YouTube. Before I let you go, I shared a story uh, from uh, you on the Lionswire Wire about the speed that was clocked, analyzed. Uh, Jameson Williams, uh, that touchdown catch uh, against the Vikings and over 20 miles an hour, And also that his separation, if I'm not wrong, uh, from your story, his separation from that uh, last Vikings DB that actually was coming towards him as he accelerated was like clocked at some of the fastest separation for that yardage ever in the NFL. That's crazy.
6: It was. It was. He got ten point nine yards of separation on that play mm-hmm. while running twenty point eight miles per hour, wow. uh, and and the fact that you know golf was almost taken aback by like how open he was. It was the second most open a player had been on a throw that went at least thirty five yards all season. Uh, that that's that's ludicrous speed to to go back to Spaceballs, which I happened to watch the other morning. Uh, good movie, by the way. That's uh, that's 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 the fun that you've got with Jamison Williams, and that is a different dynamic. And by the way, he was clocked at Alabama twice by by these the, little RF responders, and it's from Zebra Technologies. They put it in their shoulder pads and, and various other places over 23 miles per hour. So guess what? He's not even back yet. Like, he's not at full speed, and he's still doing that. That's that's why the Lions moved up to him at number 12.
1: Amen, and then we'll see. You know, uh, we don't need Baker Mayfield to uh, uh, play out of his mind anymore. I appreciate your one Thursday night performance time to get back to being the old Baker to help keep the Lions picked top five because if they could end up with a Will Anderson in the top five, and then get an edge rusher or an edge rusher if it lowers into a top ten pick uh, with the Rams. And Lions are setting up really nice uh, for the future, and I believe golf is going to get a big extension. Would you agree with that? Is that coming this off season?
6: Uh That's a very good question. That's that's one that we're kind of mulling around in the Lions media room ourselves, like what's, what's going to go on with that? We don't know yet. So that one's let, – let's hold on that one. But uh, you know what's fun? It's, it's, it's what, December, what, 15th, 16th, 17th? I can't even keep track of it. We're not talking about the NFL draft as, like, the, the number one goal. Um, I, you know, the, the other teams that I've covered recently, the Texans and the Browns, their fans are all, like, we're all in on the draft already. The Browns, the Texans have the Browns' pitch. Uh, uh, it, it's very fun talking about meaningful football in December. Uh, with the Detroit Lions, because it's been way too long, my friend.
1: Yeah, Lions and the Jets on Sunday, Seattle losing last night. Things are aligning. Lions, I believe, have to win out, and they might even be in the position now with Seattle losing last night that maybe 3-1 and one here at the end uh, will get them that seventh spot. Uh in the NFL uh, playoffs, Jeff Risden for the LionsWire.com. Happy holidays here at the Ferris State Team Hotel. You hear the Christmas music. They crank it at like 109 decibels right when I'm doing the show every day. Thank you to the Ferris State Team Hotel uh, here in uh, McKinney, Texas. That's a, that's,
6: a, that's a wonderful place to be. Um, I, I I have not been to that, that specific hotel, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I have that's awesome. to the venue where they play at. You're going to have a lot of fun this week. Oh, weekend. that's a high school again, again. venue Go that Bull seats
1: 25,000 people, yeah. A uh, high school venue that is like a $65 million uh, facility. So Ferris, Tony, and uh maximizing a lot of Michigan talent, a lot of Florida talent. Uh, back-to-back D2 national championships would be pretty darn cool. Can't wait for that game tomorrow, and the Lions... In the Jets on Sunday. Jeff Risdon, LionsWire.com. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Risdon. Also, Detroit Lions podcast. Search for that on YouTube. Jeff is one of the co hosts. Jeff, good stuff here during the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. We'll talk next week.
6: Sounds great. Enjoy the weekend. All
1: right, Jeff Risden checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with
2: your Detroit Lions. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It's that time of year again and there's no better way for sports fans to celebrate the season than with BetMGM's 12 Days of Giveaways. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Happy Holidays. Opening your presents is easy. Just sign into your BetMGM account and unwrap a new giveaway every day between December 14th and December 25th. You'll find everything a better needs to enjoy the holidays, including deposit matches, free bets, and parlay boost tokens for all your favorite sports. Log on to your BetMGM account or sign up today for 12 days of giveaways from the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older wager, Michigan only, new existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on
1: the Michigan Sports Network. There's a huge hockey celebration in downtown Grand Rapids happening on Tuesday, December 27th and Wednesday, December 28th at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Now, the Great Lakes... Invitationals, an annual hockey showcase. This will be the 57th edition. It's being hosted by Michigan Tech, and that's a long way for a host to come all the way from Owen Hancock down to Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. The 57th GLI starts with a doubleheader matchup on Tuesday, December 27th between Michigan Tech out of the CCHA and Western Michigan that plays in the uh, NICHC. That will be at 3.30 p.m. on Tuesday, December 27th, followed by Michigan State out of the Big Ten against Ferris State, who will travel down from Big Rapids. And they're a D-1 program in the CCHA. That will be at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, December 27th. The winners... Of both semifinals, will advance to the GLI championship game on Wednesday, December 28th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena, while the puck drops on the GLI third-place game at 3.30 in downtown uh, GR. The Great Lakes Invitational was first played in 1965, and it was an idea formed by our good friends from Michigan Tech, where the huge show is heard in Houghton Hancock, Calumet on Am. 920 and 107.3 FM. Bob Daniels is the head coach of the Ferris State Bulldogs D1 hockey program. He'll play Michigan State uh, in one semifinal in the 57th annual Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, coach.
5: Hey, good to be back on, Bell, And uh, really look forward to this tournament down at Van Andel. Um, you know, that, believe it or not, that, that, When the tournament first started at Olympia in 65, I was there. Um, My dad was the uh, the, um, clock operator at Olympia for the Red Wings, and they took me down to see that tournament, and that's when I fell in love with college hockey. So this means a lot, and the fact that it's moving to the west side of the state, it means it's an unbelievable tournament. The bands will be there. Uh, It's incredible. And uh, this year, all four teams are having good seasons, uh, it's going to be a great tournament, and it's going to be hotly contested, they can tell you that.
1: You know, outside of the hockey circles, a lot of the casual sports fans, they don't realize that Ferris State is a D1 hockey program, D2 and all other sports. And we were talking before we went on air, uh, last couple of years, you kind of get the, the cycle uh, side of any sports team where you kind of kind of reload, you dealt with the pandemic, you get guys coming and going, you got the transfer portal now, uh, where is Fair State Hockey uh, where we talk today?
5: Well, we're on the upswing. If you remember back in uh, 2012, we played in the national championship game against uh, Boston College. Um, we went to the a tournament in 2014 and 2016 where we made the regional finals. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, we went through a tough time the last couple of seasons, and we're back on the uptick. Uh, we're led. We, we've got really good goaltending, Bill um, and, and uh, Logan Stein and Noah Giesbrecht. and and so you know we're at this point where I think we're close to turning the corner. And uh, this tournament is, is going to be big for us in, in that when we play Michigan, it's very similar to going to uh, an NCAA region regional where you have four teams coming in. Uh, in this case, it happens before. Very good programs, uh, and all the teams are having good years this year. So, you know, we look forward to this tournament, and I, I do feel we position our team to, to make a run back towards the top of uh, of college hockey uh, in the Division One circles.
1: Coach Bob Daniels, Ferris State, D1 Hockey, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. We're talking about uh, the Great Lakes Invitational, one of the – most tradition-filled hockey tournaments in North America. The 57th annual Great Lakes invitation will take place at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids on Tuesday, December 27th, and Wednesday, uh, December 28th, uh, hosted by Michigan Tech, making the trip down from Houghton. Pretty cool way for hockey fans from Houghton, Hancock, in the Upper Peninsula, out of Kalamazoo with Western Michigan, Michigan State hockey fans, and Ferris hockey fans to come down and Uh, Make it a couple of days, Uh, and Grand Rapids kind of celebrate the new year in advance. The doubleheader uh, to start the tournament will be on Tuesday, December 27th, Michigan Tech and Western Michigan at 3.30 p.m., followed by Michigan State and Ferris State at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, December 27th, at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Then the winners will advance to the GL uh, championship game on Wednesday night, December 28th at 7 p.m., GLI third-place game will be at 3.30 on Wednesday, uh, December 28th. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office in downtown GR. Bob, uh, with the evolution of TV, online feeds, uh, I know the big boy sports and college football, college basketball, uh, a lot of visibility and growth. Uh, How do you feel about D1 hockey right now? I know the Frozen Four is a fantastic event, the GLI has a lot of history, as I mentioned, but is there something missing that could help the promotion and marketing of D1 hockey?
5: Well, D1 hockey is growing right now. I believe we're up to 64 teams uh, that play throughout the country, and it's not restricted anymore to the north. We've got Arizona State that has recently added hockey, and what you're seeing is is the growth of Division one hockey. Um, probably when I started, when I was playing, we were looking at 50 teams, maybe less, uh, and, and it continues to grow each year, which is a great sign. In terms of television, streaming has been a great thing for us. We're, our, our conference is on what's called Flow Sports. And uh, so all our games are streamed live. Um, we do have different games that are, you know, make it on to, uh, to linear network, if you will. So, you know, we're starting to see the emergence of college hockey. It, 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 I would tell your, your listeners, if you get a chance to come to the GLI, you're, and you've never been to a college hockey game, you're going to be very impressed, and, and they're going to be very surprised. The, the hockey's great. There's a lot of future NHL players that are going to be on the ice. Um, the games are hotly contested. Uh, it's competitive. It's fast-paced. Um, you know, And if you've never seen a, a collegiate hockey game live, it's completely different than what you would see on TV. You can't appreciate how good these players are! It's like any other division one sport, football, basketball, what have you. It's like any other sport. Uh, you know, these are the best of the best of the kids that grew up playing high school hockey in the Grand Rapids area, Kalamazoo, what have you. And th- then the best of the best come, and it's an amazing sport. And to see it live, and uh, to see the effort level put in by these kids, you know, they're playing for the love of the sport, uh, Bill. And it, it, I can't, I can't tell you how exciting A sport it is. And and as I said, when I first saw college hockey, we happened to be at the 1965 Great Lakes Invitational. My dad took me down there. I believe Yale was in, along with Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan Tech, and I fell in love with college hockey. And I'd seen the Red Wings over the years a ton of times because my dad worked there and he would just get me in the door. But the first time I saw college hockey, I fell in love with it. And uh, here I am, you know, 57 years later, I still love it.
1: And Ferris will be one of four teams, 57th Annual Great Lakes Invitational, some of the best D1 hockey in the Midwest at Van Andel Arena on Tuesday, December 27th, and Wednesday, December 28th. Michigan State and Ferris State, uh, the night game on Tuesday night, December 27th. Michigan Tech and Western Michigan Hockey at 3.30. The winners will advance to the GLI Championship on Wednesday night, December 28th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, a great hockey building. And get your tickets, Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. And one final thought, Coach Daniels, that I I think with the growth into warm weather markets of hockey, Nashville Predators, you look out west, even uh, Seattle now in the northwest, uh, I think more D1 hockey programs will develop. Uh, especially with like a USC and a UCLA moving uh, into the Big Ten. How do they not take advantage of hockey with the popularity of the Anaheim Mighty Ducks and the LA Kings and uh, what you have out there in Southern California? I I think with the Power Five, they're going to look at hockey as another revenue sport. I really believe that.
5: I'm 100% with you. Right now, those uh, USC and UCLA both have very good, of hockey programs and that's how Arizona State, you know, it started with a tremendous club program uh, strong, you know, they draw well they play well and for them to make the move to Division One, you know, pretty much be seamless and right now I think there is a glut of talent, there's a lot of good young hockey players throughout North America and you know, we can certainly stock many more programs and to see more opportunities come. I, I think we're at the beginning stage here where you're going to see hockey at the collegiate level really start to grow and explode. And uh, it's not going to be restricted to the North anymore. This, this sport's growing. And, you know, you may mention you know, they've got the Dallas Stars. You've got hockey in the NHL everywhere. And there's a partnership right now between the NHL and college hockey uh, in terms of trying to explore the growth of, of collegiate hockey because the NHL realizes a lot of fans they have first started seeing hockey when they were you know students in college like at ferris state there's a lot of kids that come to our games that had never been to a hockey game before and they fall in love with the sport so there's a synergy between the nhl and college hockey and i can see the growth continuing to happen and uh uh, it's exciting time to be uh be involved with collegiate hockey
1: bob daniels head hockey coach d1 program at ferris state university in big rapids here on the west side of the state he'll be one of four teams in the 57th annual Great Lakes Hockey Invitational at Fernando Arena, Tuesday, December 27th, Wednesday, December 28th, hosted by our friends from Michigan Tech University. It will also feature Tech, Western, Michigan State, and Ferris Coach. Uh, Good luck, and I'll see you in downtown Grand Rapids.
5: I look forward to it, Bill. It's always good to uh, catch up with you.
1: All right. Bob Daniels talking about the Great Lakes Invitational uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, December 27th and 28th at Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets now at ticketmaster.com.
0: Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's the calendar of what's happening. December 20th, Coco Melon is live with the comeback tour at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live, a Christmas vacation, a live Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 27th and 28th, the Great Lakes Hockey Invitational takes place inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. December 27th, game one is Michigan Tech and Western Michigan. Game two on December 27th is Michigan State and Ferris State. And on December 28th, you'll get the consolation third place game and championship game at Van Andel Arena with the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 29th Ninth. Comedian Jeff Dunham is inside Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. The still not canceled tour. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. January 8th, Stephen share The Share the Love music tour at DeVos Performance Hall in GR. And on January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances at DeVos Performance Hall. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR.
0: Four eight four three. You ready? Now let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson.
1: What's up, Michigan? It is another hour on our road show in Texas. We're with Ferris State football. We're at the team hotel. We've been here uh, the last couple of shows. We're down to our final hour. Tony Anisa, head coach of Ferris State, looking for back to back national. Championships taking on Colorado Mines tomorrow at one here in McKinney, Texas. He'll join us coming up in a few minutes, and then Rob Bentley, who's a voice of Ferris football, uh, told me about Carson Gulker, uh, who's one of the quarterbacks. Uh, there's a quality depth chart almost at every position uh, for the Dogs, and Gulker is out of Zeeland West High School. For our listeners on WHTC in the Holland, uh, Zeeland, Ottawa County area quietly and I mean this quietly and maybe not to uh, Ferris fans and teammates Uh, Carson has 28 Russian TDs this year an all-time D2 single season record for a quarterback and he still has one more game tomorrow so Tony and East and the dogs as I talked to Tony a couple of times over the last 48 hours they look at what the defense is going to do and if you give us the run We'll pound it. Uh, We'll bring Malik in and throw it if we have to. Uh, They play defense if they have to. They'll get into a high-scoring matchup if needed. Uh, That's what's really unique about this Ferris State football team. So Carson uh, will join us here in just a second. There's like 82,000 people right now in Ottawa County just stopping traffic, what they're doing, and going to listen to Carson, and we'll talk to him. He's having a heck of a year Uh, For the Ferris State football team. I mentioned Coach Anise in about 20 minutes. Uh, Rob Bentley, the voice of Ferris football. This is a pretty big night on the eve of the D2 National Championship tomorrow, 1 o'clock, and a ton of Ferris people. I just met some listeners from Grand Rapids who went to Ferris. They just arrived. I think Carson told me his parents are in the airport getting ready to fly down. You got family members, you got team. Uh, family uh, extended family from support staff and everybody you got graduates alumni functions a huge tailgate tomorrow one o'clock on espnu ferris state colorado mines a winner wins the d2 national championship of for ferris that could be back to back think about it how, how many national champions uh, D2, D3, D1, Do you uh, see back-to-back. So Carson Golker uh, is ready to join us here out of Zeeland West High School. 28 rushing TDs this year. Like I said, an all-time D2 single-season record for a QB. Played for Coach Shillitoe uh, with Zeeland West, one of the great high school programs in the state. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me.
9: All right, uh, how, how'd you end up at Ferris? Tell me that path and that story. Um... Pretty much, we played in Muskegon my senior year, and I, I had a pretty good game, and Anise heard it on the radio, and then he came to practice ne- a couple times the next week, and then offered me, it was really my only D2 offer. So you said, I'm going, right?
1: yeah, Yeah. And yeah, because you're running, you know, Zealand West, you're running the hide-the-hoagie offense yep. where,
9: you know, it's not the typical offense right. that, you know, Tony runs, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, when I got here, a lot of people were making fun of me because I was playing quarterback for the first time, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, and, and and I noticed it in the game against West Florida last week where all of a sudden that stat popped up about the amount of touchdowns you score and the red zone play and what you do. I think we just lost our connection. Are we back, Superfly? Yeah, we lost it for a second. I don't know if somebody tripped over it. I do want to reset it. Uh, Carson Gulker out of Zealand West. Uh, is one of the quarterbacks for Ferris State University. Uh, He's joining us here on the HUGE show as our road show is inside the Ferris State Team Hotel here in McKinney, Texas. So, yeah, we were talking about, uh, before we got cut off, I think uh, Coach Anise tripped over our Internet cord, but I won't hold it against him. How how did your role come about? Uh, And I mentioned the 28 Russian TDs, a D2
9: single-season record for a QB. Uh, By design, you said, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, the first game I got one snap from the two-yard line and then ran into the end zone. And then week two against Lenore Ryan, it was a pretty run-heavy game, quarterback run-heavy game. And they gave me a lot of opportunities that game, and it kind of just took off from there.
1: Yeah, and the numbers, when, when you hear 28 TDs, do you, uh, What goes through your mind when you hear
9: that? I mean, that might be more than I scored all in high school, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of yeah, touchdowns. It is. It's kind of crazy to think about.
1: It's kind of like I told Rob Bentley, uh, the voice of Ferris football, it's kind of crazy to think that it's the all-time yeah. D2 uh, single season uh, TD record for QB, not just a, a Ferris football record. Right. Right? Yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, I, I had no idea it
9: was even close to that, but.
1: Yeah, I think it eclipsed even Vanderlaan, who won back to back Harlan Hill yeah. uh, trophies, and now coaching in West Michigan at Rockford. We talked to Jason uh, yesterday. Uh, this team, and i being here with the team, flying down on the team charter, i the one thing that sticks out to me, and I can tell when a team's on the same page, when the coaches and the team and the players are on the same page, there's some toughness, there's some grit. Uh, there really is that team chemistry here, yeah. isn't there?
9: Yeah, there really is. I mean, everyone everyone loves each other. Everyone's got each other's back. It's been like that since the first day I stepped on campus. So,
1: Is it by leadership from uh, senior players? Is it uh, by... Uh, Coach Niece, uh, certain position coaches, where where does
9: that uh, culture and leadership start? I think it started a long time ago with the older guys, and then it kind of just trickled down from class to class over time.
1: Yeah, and then and so for you. Because uh, how old are you right now? 20. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah. And you're doing now, are you a redshirt freshman? Yep, redshirt freshman. So you've been up there two years? Yep. Yeah, and I, I don't know with COVID and everybody, uh, you can get like nine years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a seventh year. Don't they have yeah, a seventh year guy there? Got
9: multiple, I think.
1: Yeah, seventh year yeah. guys. I mean, when I went to college for nine years, I thought, yeah, it was pretty cool, <laughs> man. When I went to Oklahoma and the University of Arizona. Um, this team this year, uh, the back-to-back, at what point... Was there the conversation where, within the team, you know, it could be guys away from the field, hanging out, dinner, grabbing a pizza, whatever,
9: when, when did talk of back-to-back national championships come up? As soon as we won the last one, honestly. Really? We had about a, a month off of just kind of like lifting and no football stuff, and then that was the goal from last February to today, where we wanted to do it again. So they made it a goal. Yeah, for sure. So
1: your uh, your team goals, and I'm just guessing, I don't have them in front of me, would be win the GLIAC, probably beat Grand Valley, is one of them, right? Yep. Uh, Beat Grand Valley, win the GLIAC, win the national championship. Yep, that's pretty much it, yeah. So And back-to-back would be sweet, wouldn't it? Right, yeah. That'd be incredible. Yeah, it would be incredible. And you guys seem relaxed. I mean, uh, here we are, even the D2 national championship game. We're sitting here in the lobby of the Ferris
9: Hotel in... Uh, the coaches, the players, everybody yeah. seems really cool about it. Yeah, one thing, we're really focused on just worrying about what we can do in and, and our job and not necessarily worrying about the opponent. So I guess that's a big part of it. We're just worried about us. Yeah, I heard Tony, even
1: when the plane was delayed, the charter in Grand Rapids, that I worry about what we can control. Yep. Right? Yeah, for sure. Instead of worrying about, oh, look at these guys on film. Oh, my God, look at, you know, this is what we need to do. Right. And that's kind of the message, and you know, I'm looking at all the meeting rooms and everything going on. That's what you guys have been talking about the last couple of days, mm-hmm. right? Yep, for sure. So what, what do you see from Colorado Mines? From, uh, compared to in this playoff run, has just been phenomenal with the quality teams you guys have had to beat yep. uh, to get here to Texas. But what do you see uh, this week?
9: From Colorado Mines. Just another, just like we've been playing this whole the whole region to get here. Another hard nosed team that's really disciplined. They're gonna they're gonna do what they need to do. They're gonna fight to the end. So you can expect a fight there tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. One o'clock, early game. Oh yeah, it,
1: it's been late. It's been three thirty in the afternoon. Now it's early, so could be a big celebration here at the Fair State. Team Motel. We're actually in Allen, Texas, uh, and then they are over at McKinney. Can you believe some of these high school fields yeah, down there? It's insane. I Is can't it, even... Did you did you drive by the Allen High School? No, nah, I haven't gone by that. But it's like two miles up the road from here. <laughs> I think it's better. Or. Better and bigger than like
9: CMU's field. Really? Oh my god! Even the one we're playing, that's insane. What
1: was it a whole 25,000 people for a high school stadium? That's
9: crazy. I have no idea what the numbers and, are. And then but. what happens with all these uh, school
1: districts, it becomes a uh, we're better than you thing, and their voters will approve, <laughs> like, oh, well, you spent 65000000 million, we're going to spend $75 million. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what's crazy is when you go inside the numbers, folks, that it's one of the quietest records that I've ever seen. Carson Golker out of Zeeland, Michigan, Zeeland West High School, played for one of the legendary coaches and Coach Shillitoe, who's also a great golfer, probably could be a pro on the senior tour, but he still loves uh, high school football. Carson has 28 Russian TDs this year for Ferris State. All time D2 single season record by a QB. He's known as the Touchdown Maker. That's my new nickname for you, okay, Carson? All right, sounds you just good. Gonna be the Touchdown. I don't want TV stealing it. I don't want I see t shirts over there. I don't want anybody stealing the Touchdown Maker. All right? I really appreciate you coming yeah, on.
9: Appreciate man. You having yeah, me.
1: Good luck, man, tomorrow, okay? Thank you. Yeah, 28 TDs is pretty smooth, folks. Carson Gulker out of Zeeland, Michigan, Zeeland West High School. 28 Russian TDs. And, it, and it's almost like when you see him, it's, it's not a true Wildcat because he can sling the ball around. So I look forward to seeing Carson tomorrow, part of the Ferris State offense. They are looking for back-to-back D2 national championships. Tony Anise, the man. You're the touchdown maker, Carson. Tony's known as the man. He'll join us next.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is Huge.
1: It's time to go in the huddle. One,
9: two, three, top
3: right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are 6-7 overall and have won five of their last six games. They're firmly in the playoff picture after their big win at home against Minnesota, but on the outside looking in. The Lions are at ninth currently, trailing the 7-6 Seahawks, 7 Giants, and and 7-5-1 Commanders. The good news is Detroit was able to beat both New York and Washington. A big reason as to why they find themselves where they have been has been the improved play of quarterback Jared Goff. Goff currently ranks 8th in the league in passing yards, 5th in passing touchdowns, and 6th in total QBR. At the end of the day, Detroit has to continue to control the controllables and allow the chips to fall where they may. The biggest task at hand now is the New York Jets on the road on Sunday at 1 p.m. in the Meadowlands on CBS. Ferris State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines
7: or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas. And you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they look to repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo
1: Wild Wings. We are back live across Michigan on a road show that is down in Texas, McKinney, just north of Dallas. We're here with Ferris State football as they prepare uh, for the D2 National Championship game, which is coming up tomorrow at 1 o'clock Michigan time. It will be on ESPNU. You can hear the game in the Grand Rapids area on our flagship station, 96.1. The game also in Big Rapids, their flagship station, uh, Sunny 97.3, Rob Bentley, Sandy Golson will be be on the call you got the ESPN crew uh, in town with ESPN. ESPNU uh, just a boatload of Ferris alums students fans I'm looking at uh, Michigan media down here at the team hotel the team's going through meetings they are all wearing their big cowboy hats they got uh, during or after walk through one of the gifts uh, from McKinney Texas uh, the high school stadium Really is a MAC level stadium, uh, a great D1 small school stadium. Uh, everything's big in Texas, Tony. I mean, the high schools, uh, just down the road, Allen High School, their stadium, McKinney, where the D2 title game is. Uh, Tony Anis, by the way, the head football coach, Ferris State, joining us on the eve of the D2 title game. Can you? Can you believe how sweet these stadiums are?
10: It's incredible. When we came in eighteen we were like, Oh my gosh, look at this thing and they had just built it and uh, yeah, you know, people say, Oh, you playing at a high school stadium? And I'm like, Well, you gotta see it to really know what it looks you know, what it's like. So it's uh, incredible. McKinney treats us so well and in the same hotel we were in last year. And and so it's really, really comfortable for us, and we're excited. Right, from last year to this
1: year, uh, you know, we talked earlier in the week the difference in the team, and, you know, you lost 15 offensive contributors. Uh, this team now has had a, a lot of guys on defense step up and uh, players who are having record years, uh, which says something about your program and the next man up uh, philosophy. Uh, but the preparation from a year ago when you won uh, the D2 National Championship to this year in Texas, how have the last couple of days gone?
10: It's been great. Um, You know, we we talked about in the summertime that, you know, what we did last year is not going to help this team at all. And, uh, you know, the team has to just, you know, have their own identity and have the capacity to to do the things you need to do to, to maintain a championship program and and continue to flourish and, and so that's kind of how we've been all year you, like you wouldn't know you know if you watch us practice or watch us interact you wouldn't know that we're here playing for national championship our kids are just humble hard young men and uh and they've been just so loyal to the program. I'm just so proud of them. And, and uh, one more
1: game to go. Yeah, they really do represent Ferris. They represent where they're from. Other uh, high schools, there's still a lot of pride. You know, meeting players from Claire and Jackson, Looney Christie, or uh, St. John's, or, you know, we had Carson on earlier from... Zealand West, which, by the way, I mean, even he said, I didn't realize I uh, set an all-time single-season D2 record uh, with 28 TDs. Yeah, we're uh... – what kid isn't looking up his stats? That says something about the player, I know. doesn't We're
10: it? humble, man. I'll tell you, like like Murph broke the all-time, um, you know, sack record for all of college football. Um, all levels, right? All levels. The, he's the talking number Talking about Caleb one. Murphy, right? Yep, Caleb Murphy, number one in the whole. Uh, Is he an NFL talent? Yeah. yeah, he's definitely an NFL talent. And uh, and so, yeah, our guys are like, you know, they're locked in on and, and team uh, Team success, and uh, I love the fact that you know our guys have broken some records. But uh, ultimately, like you know, they're they're so committed to team success, you they kind of ignore. Uh you know, individual accolades.
1: Tony Nese, uh head football coach at Ferris State University, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan as we're live in the lobby here at the Ferris Team Hotel in McKinney, Texas. Tomorrow, one o'clock, Colorado Mines. Uh, so, we were talking about Colorado Mines before we started our interview. They were leading Grand Valley, opened up the season in West Michigan, uh, playing Grand Valley from the Gleek, your rival. Uh, how has that team changed, grown? Obviously, they're solid. They're uh, one of the last two standing with uh, your dog team. So what about this matchup with Colorado
10: Mines? Yeah, they're very, very good. Um, very well coached. Um, you know, last year uh, we played Valdosta in the national championship game. Uh, Mines lost to Valdosta, Al v- Valdosta in a semifinal game. So we were really close to playing them in the finals last year. And, and Mines, you know, Mines was really good last year basically the same cast of characters back they got nine seniors on defense a quarterback that most likely will win the Harlan hill trophy announced tonight um great great uh receivers uh outstanding running back so um you know they're the you know they're the real deal and we're gonna have to play really well to to beat them tomorrow.
1: Right, and for you, uh, you know, I, I love something he said when the team charter was delayed. I, I told Carson this in our interview earlier this hour that he said, uh, "We can control what we can control," and you kind of take that mantra uh, to this team to your uh, meetings down the hallway here at the Ferris Team Hotel and to game day.
10: Yeah, no, that, that, that's how we. That's how we roll. Um, you know, we do things the way. Um, we've done them. We built a program this way. Our kids are really systematically programmed to react to certain circumstances. Um, we were behind this year, um, and just in the playoffs, we were behind uh, to Grand Valley. We were tied to West Florida. Uh, we were tied with Pittsburgh State all at halftime, and uh, we were able to win all those games. So uh, we never stop fighting. We are always, always battling. Um, And, yeah, I'm really proud of the way our guys kind of walk around with robots. Like, you know, we're robots. We're football players. We know how to conduct business, and and we're going to be successful. Tony
1: Nisa, football coach at Ferris State University, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan, our road show the last couple of days uh, inside the Ferris Team Hotel here in McKinney, Texas. Um, To the university, uh, to the team, uh, to yourself, uh, what would that back to back national championship mean? To, on all three levels, let me know to the school, to the team, and to yourself personally, Tony.
10: Well, to the school, obviously, uh, you know, there's just a lot of pride in Ferris State. There's a big battle for, uh, you know, people in seats. You know, I mean, you know, just trying to get enrollment boosted is a big deal. And there's a lot of data that shows that winning at this level. Um, and college football brings students into seats there at Ferris really important Um, to our players truthfully like uh, for our players that's my greatest gift like winning it last year the greatest feeling was just seeing the look on our players faces after we won Uh, it's just extraordinarily exciting to see them uh, be successful at this level and just to see them wandering around and, and be as professional as they are and And locked in, it's incredible. For me personally, um, relief. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but that's just the way I'm built. And so Um, the
1: relief would be all the time and effort and hard work since you won the last one,
10: right? Right. Yeah. And and that's just the way I am. You know, it's uh, you know, it's um, just it's it's the ultimate, right? It's the ultimate winning, winning at the you know the. When, when everybody targeted this is what we want to do at the beginning of the year and you know there's like a hundred and near 170 division two programs that play college football and we're down to the final two and so that's incredible
1: what about the seniors uh win or lose uh, for you tony and, and you, you talk about relief and i think when i look at any team any level uh, high school, college, because the word senior means a lot. Uh, you don't get that in youth or club sports. You get it at the high school level, which you uh, have been at, and you get it at the college level. When you look at this group of seniors and what they battled through, through a pandemic, uh, could be back-to-back national champions. Uh, tell me about this senior class for Ferris State.
10: Well, first off, it's a lifetime of love, so um, that's why you coach. I mean, you just get uh, unbelievable connections with young people like you're coaching a game, but, man, I, you know, I just tell people the catalyst of our greatness is love, and that love will persist on, you know, until I am not here anymore, you know, and it goes on and on. I mean, I don't know how many text messages I've gotten from former players that say, love you, coach, good luck, love you, coach, good luck, and, and man, what a powerful thing, right? Um, I listened to your interview with Jason, and, uh Jason was the first one we won it last year. He, he basically attacked me, and he acted as though he was the quarterback of that team that won a national championship. He was so happy. He physically like was lifting me up and throwing me around and stuff like that. And so it's just the greatest gift ever, you know. Jason Vanelon and I will, you know, golf in the summer and I hang out with these guys and and so it's a lifetime of love and it's it's uh, something that. You know, it will just be with me forever.
1: Yeah. Before I let you go, and Tony and East joining us here on the huge Show across Michigan, well, what's the best senior story from when you when you met these seniors for the first time? That one, maybe it's the hard work, maybe it's what they overcame, maybe it's you having doubt, uh, you weren't sure that uh, when this player was a freshman that. Uh, by the time he was a senior, he'd be helping you possibly to back-to-back national championships. Is there, is there that, is, is there the story with this Ferris State football team?
10: There's a lot of them. league Mitchell's 26 years old, leading, leading us as a as a quarterback. You know went, to, you know went to Kent State. You know had injuries. You know it ended up not being what he wanted. You know obviously an incredible story um, to Caleb Murphy who went to Grand Valley and. And has flourished at Ferris uh, to the Rayola Depot, who went to the University of Illinois, who's flourished at Ferris to Brandon Childers from Baldwin, Michigan, that went to Central Michigan and, and then ended up. Uh, you know, coming to Ferris, planned for us, and and now t- broke his foot, but still a great leader. To Marcus Taylor, who's been one of the, the hardest-working, top one percentile of hardest-working human beings I've ever seen in my life. And and so there's a lot of them. I miss some, but, uh, you know, to Adam Seeler, who came to us at virtually 380 pounds and now has made himself, you know, an All-American. So it goes on and on with, you know, just... Great stories, and so uh, I love them. I love these guys.
1: Yeah, love is a theme here. Uh, Tony's entire family, the extended family, I think most of them have made their way to McKinney, Texas. Uh, win or lose, it's all about family and love, as Tony said, and I can feel it uh, with the Ferris State football team, their families, uh, their friends, uh, alums, students. I've met people from all over the state, all over the country. Uh, who have made their way here, and we still are on the EVE. Yeah, we got Kevin, Kevin, the photographer. So
10: so Kevin hadn't come to a Ferris game in years and years and years. My very first game, we played at St. Francis in Illinois in Joliet. And and he's from down there in that area, Palatine. He decided to come to the game just by chance. And, and since that, he's never missed a game. Not one game that I've ever coached.
1: and not that unbelievable? Yeah, and then Kevin also, uh, with his wife, I met them on the charter when we were uh, getting seated, and yeah. uh, Kevin has uh, battled his way through yep. dialysis. Absolutely. He's getting his treatment, and he's still out there taking photos, yep. and he's still supporting Ferris football. And that shows the love, right? He hasn't
10: missed a game. We've been to North it, Dakota. Isn't that amazing? And, yeah, it's it's crazy. And, and it
1: kind of defines it does. Uh, uh, it the character does. of yeah. the people connected to the program. Yep, absolutely. And, and you don't see that but well, when you watch a game on TV, you don't get that from Twitter, Facebook. You don't get it from a web page. You only get it when you sit down and talk and interact with people. It's incredible. It Absolutely. is. So, yeah, he's a good man. Yeah. And him, him and his wife. She's
10: yeah, had her. That's Bonnie, she's, yeah.
1: Bonnie's had Christmas yeah. sweaters on, and yeah. thank God she took it off now. We love you, Bonnie. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you got, you got, like, do you have any other jacket besides a Christmas sweater? She's festive. Good. But, you yeah. know, and he, he said earlier that uh, la- yesterday, when um, Rob was getting to do the local show, getting ready, Rob Bentley, and he talked about his wife being his rock in his yeah, life. Absolutely. And the way he said it, though, yeah. almost almost made me cry. Yeah, no, so, it's awesome. They're yeah. best friends. Is it, is it McDermott?
10: Or? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Kevin McDermott. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. the name. So, yeah. And his absolutely. wife, Bonnie. So, yeah. so yeah. part of the Ferris experience here.
10: Absolutely. 130 straight games we've done. Uh, uh, so Tony,
1: Tony makes sure everything, like Rob, Rob's eating the same food he ate last <laughs> a year ago. Rob, yes. like, he... He, he got upset that the sheets were different, so he asked for the old sheets uh, here at the team hotel. So A little superstitious. Yeah, the McDermotts—they uh, are part of the team experience for Ferris State. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Uh, good luck tomorrow, my Thank man. Thank you. Okay? I appreciate it. All right, Thanks Tony. For having me on. Tony Anise is the head football coach at Ferris State University. Uh, we're here uh, with the dogs on the eve of the D2 National Championship game tomorrow at 1 o'clock in McKinney, Texas. You can watch it statewide on ESPNU. ninety six one. The Game, our flagship station, will carry live coverage with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golston uh, with the kickoff at 1 and also 97.3 Sunny FM for those of you on campus and in the Big Rapids area. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back at the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Store Studios in downtown GR.
0: Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net.
2: net. It's that time of year again, and there's no better way for sports fans to celebrate the season than with BetMGM's 12 Days of Giveaways. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Happy holidays. Opening your presents is easy. Just sign into your BetMGM account and unwrap a new giveaway every day between December 14th and December 25th. You'll find everything a better needs to enjoy the holidays, including deposit matches, free bets, and parlay boost tokens for all your favorite sports. Log on to your BetMGM account or sign up today for 12 days of giveaways from the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan-only, new existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: TV. That's mhsaa.tv. Twenty-four-seven. Everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to
3: mhsaa.com. Imagine this: winning big at soaring eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December third, tenth, seventeenth, and twenty-fourth. One player every hour from six. To- Scores five hundred dollars in premium play at eleven p.m. One lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock. An and the Arena in Grand Rapids featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The
1: Bulldogs. at the
5: number two ranked team.
3: Western Michigan Broncos.
5: I it with a shot.
3: And the Michigan Tech Husky. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational. An Andal Arena in Grand Rapids December 27th and 28th. College Hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale
10: now at Ticketmaster.com. Yeah.
0: You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Joining me here at the Ferris State Team Hotel in Allen, Texas, just Outside of McKinney, where the D2 National Championship football game will take place tomorrow. With Ferris State and Colorado Mines, Rob Bentley, he is the voice of Bulldog football, along with Sandy Golston. Uh, their game, by the way, on our flagship station, 961 the game in Grand Rapids. will be airing live kickoff at 1 o'clock Michigan time
7: uh, tomorrow. And Rob, uh, welcome back to the show. Hey, great for having me on. I uh, appreciate all the work you've done uh, here uh, covering the Bulldogs uh, here over the last few days.
1: It has been phenomenal. And we're, we're on the eve of the D2 National Championship football game in the sea of uh, Ferris fans, Ferris alumni, families uh rolling in here uh to texas i won't say it surprised me but it caught me off guard about the groundswell of support that ferris state university and the bulldog athletic programs have
7: you know it certainly is and uh you know we saw that last year when we were down here and i think you know we may have even more fans before it's all said and done this year uh making the trip down from big rapids uh from parts of michigan and then obviously from other places in the country and it's been a uh, awesome to see the the support that uh, this team has received from from the fans uh, throughout the year but but especially in a run like this you know what i really like about this trip and partnering
1: with ferris state university ferris state athletics and also ferris state football the ability to kind of go behind the scenes and talk to players and talk to tony and and meet assistants and meet alums from all over the country uh, over the last uh, two days but You know, I've known Tony from a distance and on air, but having private conversations with him, I really can see why Ferris State is defending national champion and why they have a shot at back-to-back titles.
7: You know, certainly he's an awesome guy to work with uh, on an everyday basis, Uh, really cares for his players, um, has a a lot of respect for his players. They, in turn, uh, you know, have that respect back for him and want to play for him and and the rest of his coaching staff. Uh, Those guys work as hard as anyone um, out there to to make uh, sure that this team has every every possible chance to achieve their dreams. All right, so
1: uh, the dream of back-to-back D2 National Football Championships is just a win away uh, for Tony and the Dogs. I know you and Sandy have been breaking down Colorado Mines. You follow Ferris State the entire year from a pure football standpoint. What do you think of that matchup tomorrow? Uh, for the Ferris State Bulldogs and, uh, where do they have, uh, the advantage or advantages plural and, uh, where is Colorado Mines? Uh, Setting with the ability to maybe shock
7: theirs. You know, I think Colorado Mines comes in with one of the most explosive offenses I think we've we've seen this year, uh, capable of putting up uh, forty some points. They're averaging forty six points a game. Uh, great quarterback in John Matoka, who's uh, maybe the front runner for the Harlan Hill Trophy. So um, he he's going to be a tough guy for us to contend with um, defensively. But you know, fortunately for us, our defense has been outstanding. Uh, you know, and it has got better and better as the year has went on. I, I think they're up to the task. Um, they'll have to try to limit what Colorado Mines. Likes to do, and I think it starts up front. If you can control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively, uh, you know that'll put our, ourselves in a good position to win the ball game. Uh, we were able to do that last week against West Florida. Really controlled the line of scrimmage, and I think that's going to be the the primary important part uh, for us is really establishing it up front.
1: Yeah, speaking of up front, uh, it's similar. It kind of reminds me of Michigan's uh, undefeated season still in progress at uh, watching Ferris State, looking at some film uh, of their playoff run, which has been monumental when you look at uh, the teams they've beaten, including Grand Valley. Uh, this is different than the wide open, hey, we're going to go outscore people 56 to 35. Uh, this is about that defensive line, that defensive unit, and the O line improving.
7: You know, certainly, uh, our coach has kind of talked about that over the course of the year. You know, in the past, uh, his, his teams have been known for their offense, but really, it's the defense that's been uh, leading the way for us uh, throughout the season. I think the offense has got better and better as the year has went on. Um, obviously, a young offensive line that has improved each and every week, and really uh, played some dominant football the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, and then at quarterback with uh, Malik Mitchell being back, uh, you know, a little bit healthier than he was earlier in the year. It's really uh, made our offense a little more dynamic. Um, certainly the ability to interchange parts. Uh, you know, Carson Gulker's played a lot of football for us, uh, tremendous with uh, his ability to run the football, 28 rushing touchdowns on the year. So uh, it's been a nice uh, mix offensively uh, in a unit that's got better uh, here over the last few weeks uh, here in the postseason. Yeah, Rob Bentley is the play-by-play voice of Ferris State football. Uh, tomorrow
1: with Sandy Ghoston and the crew, you'll be able to hear them in the Grand Rapids area on uh, 96-1. The game kickoff at 1 o'clock and also for people in the Big Rapids, Ferris area, uh, your flagship station for Bulldog football. is sunny 97.3 and uh, online at FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Yeah, and also at FerrisStateBulldogs.com, you can gear up. I don't know if you'll be able to get your gear for tomorrow, but uh, you can always gear up for the the dogs and all athletics at FerrisStateBulldogs.com. And when they win uh, the national championship tomorrow, keep an eye out at FerrisStateBulldogs.com for... Uh, Fair State back-to-back national championship gear.
7: Yeah, we hope to be launching that tomorrow night uh, once the game's all You're said and done. You're giving me that look, Rob, like, Bill, are you telling people to plan <laughs> on it and the game hasn't even been played yet? Oh, you know, we're going to have to play a, a game. We're going to have to play a complete football game tomorrow. But, uh, you know, from the administrative side, we, we like to plan ahead. So uh, hopefully that's the, that's the case and we'll be able to, you know, launch some of that merchandise uh, coming up here tomorrow
1: night. Could be a crazy uh, Saturday night. Here at the Ferris State Team Hotel, if they get that back to back national championship uh, celebration tomorrow, Ferris State, Colorado Mines, again, the kickoff at 1 o'clock on ESPNU. You can hear it on the radio in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96 1 The Game, and 97 3 Sunny FM in the Big Rapids area for uh, those on campus and in the northern part of Michigan. Uh, tune in to Dog Football. Rob Bentley, Santa Golson will be on the call. Uh, Rob, thanks for stopping by the huge Show. It's been an unbelievable trip and. Uh, we await the game tomorrow.
7: Hey, we're looking forward to it, and we love having you here, so go
1: Bulldogs. All right, Rob Bentley does a great job uh, with Ferris State University on the mic, off the mic, uh, with Media Relations, Associate AD. He has his family here. I'm looking at a sea of Ferris State players and their families and uh, Bulldog alums uh, coming in, a hotel developer from the east side of the state, another Ferris alum waiting on his teammates from the mid-'90s. Uh, it really is a celebration of Ferris State University and Bulldog football. And I think a lot of people want to be here uh, for the back-to-back celebration because you need to savor it. It's unique. Ask yourself across the landscape, Division one, two, three Football Subdivision, and it, JUCO uh, getting back-to-back national championships uh, isn't easy in any sport.
7: Certainly not, and uh, we're looking forward to having that opportunity, and uh, hopefully our guys uh, you know, really get locked in here over the next, uh, you know, how many ever hours we have remaining uh, before kickoff tomorrow and uh, be ready to play a great game.
1: Rob, you seem nervous. You seem not <laughs> nervous, the nervous excitement of uh, the D2 National Championship football game here in Texas, McKinney High School, and it's not your typical uh, high school stadium. I'm telling you, between McKinney High School and I drove by uh, – Allen High School, which is the home of Kyler Murray, that's where we're staying, the team hotel. And their, their stadiums look bigger than MAC Stadiums, and they are.
7: Unbelievable They're,
1: how big they These are. These are high school stadiums.
7: They are. And, uh, you know, it's tremendous just being able to, to play in a, a venue like that. And fortunately, we, we have some experience in that venue. It's been good to us. Uh, you know, obviously last year was great to us. So uh, hopefully our guys are relaxed and, and, and ready to go. All right. And I also want to
1: give a shout out to your daughter in Big Rapids, a girl's basketball. That's a powerhouse <laughs> up in Big Rapids. She's awesome. All right, Rob. Enjoy the day. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, Rob Bentley is the voice of Ferris State Football. Santa Gold and another good man uh, who I've gotten to know on this trip. They'll be on the call on the Bulldog Football Network tomorrow, 1 o'clock in Grand Rapids on 96.1, the game, our flagship station, and also 97.3 in Big Rapids, uh, Sunny FM. And get your gear and follow the dogs at FerrisStateBulldogs.com.
7: Big. Bad. Huge.